Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another day of Stress to the Nines. So good to see you on this Wednesday, May the 12th. We are continuing our journey through the book of Revelation, and we are slowly opening the seven seals of the apocalypse, or I should say we are hearing John's recollection of the Lamb opening those seven seals of the apocalypse. We've heard about the first three riders who have been released with the first three seals. We had the rider who was carrying a bow on horseback who represented the Parthian Empire. We had the rider who promised peace, but instead brought war, who represented the Roman Empire. And then yesterday, we had the rider on the black horse who represented economic injustice and famine induced by the hoarding of resources and wealth. And today, we get the fourth rider. So let's listen to him. He is found in verses 7 through 8 of chapter 6 of the book of Revelation. Let's listen for God's word to us this morning. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature call out, Come. I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed with him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, famine, and pestilence, and by the wild animals of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So certainly a disheartening image, again, that we find this morning This is the first writer who has received a name. This writer is named Death and is seen kind of as the the kind of gathering of all the writers that have come before. So they are seen as a unit here uh, in interpretation that they have been given uh, dominion over a quarter of the earth. As I was reading for this passage, I read an excerpt from a sermon about it, and I found it to be uh, relevant. So I'm going to read it to you this morning, something a little different that I don't normally do. But I want you to hear these words. Uh, They come to us from the pastor. If I can find my page. Sorry about that. They come to us from the pastor, Amanda Burr, and she wrote a sermon on this topic. And here's what she said. Although John saw the horses and horsemen arriving at any moment in his time, we try to figure out when they will come in our time, as if they had not yet arrived. I believe the truth to be that they are already here, that they are here now, and that they are coming again. The four horsemen of the apocalypse ride among us, confronting us every day of the world. Thus is the text relevant for today, not as a book of secret prophecies that can only be decoded by a select group of alarmist paranoids, but as a constant reminder that the divine is attentive to what we do and how we are with one another. So Burr's point is simple. These writers represent the reality of human existence, not something that is to come. Certainly, if we look around our world today, we see all these things happening in our midst. Obviously, pestilence is at the fore of our mind. 
When we see these events in any given generation, they are not a harbinger of the coming apocalypse. They are a reminder of the broken, fallen world in which we live and the need we all have for God's presence, God's justice, and certainly God's grace in our lives. For those who first heard about these writers and to those of us who hear them today, they are a powerful reminder that all is not right with the world and that war and suffering and disease and economic exploitation are rife in our world. If only it was just a quarter of the world that was enduring these things. So this is one of those tricks to reading Revelation. It is not necessarily something that is going to happen. Rather, it is a characterization sometimes of that which is already happening to us. It is John's attempt to understand that which is going on around him and make sense of it in relation to his divine revelation. So as we consider our lives and our place in this world, we remember that we live in a place that is deeply fallen, a place that needs Jesus Christ, and we are people who need him in our lives, but also through our works and through our words can bring him into the lives of others as the body of Christ and therefore speak against the four riders of the apocalypse. Let us pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray for all those in our world who are suffering. We pray for those who suffer from disease, particularly the COVID-19 pandemic. We pray for those whose countries are torn apart by violence and by war. We pray for those for whom death has arrived on their doorstep. Help us to be agents of transformation, hope, and love in this world. Help us to be instruments of your compassion and your grace and transform us constantly that we might conform our days evermore to the example of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace.